Hello, everybody. Welcome or welcome back to the Disordered Podcast. Happy Wednesday. I hope everyone is having a wonderful March. When this episode comes out, March will be officially halfway over. It'll be March 15th, which is so crazy to think about. I feel like every time I come on this podcast, all I'm talking about is how quick time goes by and every week it still continues to shock me. I cannot believe that March is halfway over. Sooner than we know it, it'll be summer and I can't wait. Even though this is my first summer in Texas, so we'll see if I'm still holding that same excitement when it's 110 degrees every day, but you know what? Right now, I'm excited. That's all that matters. Okay, quick life update for you guys. What has happened in the past week? Honestly, what has not happened in the past week? I started the Instagram for the podcast, which has just been so great, and I'm really excited to put out a lot of things on there, a lot of good, I hate the word content because that sounds so content creator-esque, but I'm excited to put out some good stuff, so definitely go follow it if you're not. It's just at Disordered Podcast with two T's on the end of it obviously on Instagram. And yeah, keep the DMs coming. I love seeing your guys' DMs. It honestly, I talked about this last week, but it really does make it worth all the while. So, you know, keep it coming, keep it coming. Anyway, my sister is actually visiting me in town this week. So I'm pre-recording this episode a little earlier than I normally would. So I don't have too much of a life update because it's only been a few days since I last talked to you guys. But with that being said, let's just jump into today's episode. Today we are talking about the cost of restricting calories. I think this topic is so important to know if you've struggled with an eating disorder in the past or are struggling with eating issues or calorie restrictive issues. Or really just anything along those lines. I know for me personally, calorie restrictiveness and just all that in general was a pretty big issue for me with my eating disorder. And when I kind of learned about the science behind what it does to your body, it really helped me in recovery and just knowing that my body knows how to take care of itself and I don't need to be constantly restricting calories in order to think that my body is going to look X, Y, and Z way. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Let's just go ahead and jump right into everything. So first of all, restricting calories, I'm talking about unnecessary calorie restrictions. I'm talking about just as a whole with this podcast in general, I feel like I always need to say something at the beginning of the topic before I really dive into it and just kind of put a little disclaimer that this is talking about in the scope of eating disorders, it's talking about in the scope of anything to an unhealthy extent and I never want to be taken out of context and people think that I'm talking about if you restrict calories in any way, shape or form, it's not good. There is obviously a method and a science behind the the need to do some of the things that I talk about in my episodes, and I'm excluding those people. I'm excluding that whole group. I am talking about unnecessary calorie restriction in the shape or form of an eating disorder or just disordered 
thoughts around food and eating. So that's what we're talking about. There's my little disclaimer. Now let's jump into it. So first of all, restricting calories can have a huge impact on your metabolism. This is the reason why when people go on these diets that restrict calories unnecessary, how many times can I say that word in this episode? Unnecessarily, there we go. It can have a huge impact on weight gain after you come off of this restriction of calories. And that's just the science behind it is it's hurting your metabolism. It means that lower calories equals less calorie burnt naturally. So when the diet stops, it can lead to that weight gain because your body is naturally burning less calories. So when you go back to your normal caloric intake, your body's naturally going to gain weight because it's not burning as many calories as it used to be when you were on your regular eating pattern. Also, along with hurting metabolism, it can also cause a lot of muscle loss. And this can make it seem like you're losing a lot of weight if you're eating less calories. But just as a general fact, muscle weighs more than fat does. So if you're eating less calories and you're losing muscle mass, then as a natural result, the scale is going to show you a smaller number. But the reality is that, you know, when you go back to your normal caloric intake and you start gaining back weight, a lot of it is going to come in the form of fat because of that lower metabolism versus if you kind of gained a better and healthier relationship with food, instead of lowering your caloric intake, you learn to listen to your body and what it's needing. And it kind of skips the extra step of losing and gaining and losing and gaining weight with all these unnecessary diets. And that's huge. And along with the metabolism and the lower caloric intake kind of impacting your body's natural state of being as a whole, you need a certain number of calories to sustain your BMR, which is your basic metabolic rate. I had to really think about, I always feel like I want to say metabolic, but anyway, your basic metabolic rate, which is just the basic number of calories to cover your functions, your brain activity, your heart working, your organs working, everything like that. So if you need that basic number of calories and you're getting less than that, it can affect those areas of your body. And maybe a short term, it doesn't have a huge effect, but if you're lowering your caloric intake to where it's not meeting your basic metabolic rate and what your body needs just as a baseline, it can have a huge impact in all parts of your body. It can cause nutrient deficiency, which can have a long-term effect in in general. And just short-term, it can hurt your energy levels and can cause fatigue. And it can cause fertility problems in the future because of that nutrient deficiency. It can hurt your estrogen levels. 
your heart can have functioning problems because of all of this. And all of this just goes to say that lowering your calories for the sake of looking a certain way and only looking a certain way, it can hurt so many more areas of your body than it's worth. And just in general, this mindset around having this certain number of calories and not eating to when you're full and not feeding yourself, fueling yourself when it needs to be fueled, this just causes such a distrust with yourself and food. And that can lead to binge eating disorder. That can lead to orthorexia. It can lead to anorexia, bulimia. It can lead to so many dark paths. And for me personally, I have had issues with binge eating disorder and orthorexia. If you didn't know that, if you haven't listened before, those are the two that I'm the most familiar with. And just with binge eating disorder in general, kind of the mindset around it is that you're restricting yourself constantly. Every single day is restricting yourself. So when you maybe in your head have this this off-limit food and you quote unquote mess up and you have a little bit of that off-limit food, it's like tasting the forbidden fruit. And so you just go all in because you're like, I already messed up. It doesn't matter. I already am done for today. It doesn't matter. Or, you know, some people will do it at night to where in their head it starts over the next day. So the next day could be a quote unquote good day, but today is already bad. So I'm just going to go all in and just binge and go crazy and that's really where my mind was when I was struggling with binge eating disorder was I was in this constant state of restricting my calories so when I did let myself indulge a little bit I didn't know how to stop and I didn't know how to control myself and it caused just a huge distrust between me and food and that relationship to where I wasn't able to have these hunger and fullness cues and trust myself and trust my body that it knows what it's doing because my body didn't know what was going on. It was telling me that I was in this constant state of withholding food from it when it needed it. And so when I would give it the food that it needed, it would hold on to that nutrients and that calorie and and turn it into fat automatically and so actually in my personal experience with my eating disorder I had been gaining weight which is completely normal just in general for the time of my life that I was in where I didn't think much of it I wasn't thinking it was because of what I was doing and if anything the little bit of weight gain it really just fueled my eating disorder further where I was saying okay something's you know something's not going my way here I need to do something to look a certain way because it's not how I want right now little did I know that I wasn't in my natural weight I was not listening to what my body needed when it needed so my body was compensating and this leads to my next point that your body knows what it's doing god made just us the most amazing 
creatures ever like it blows my mind if you look into what our bodies can do and how they just naturally know how to take care of themselves and we're very fortunate most of us I know that obviously this doesn't ring the case for everyone but for me personally I'm I'm very fortunate enough to be in a state where I'm able to provide for myself when I need something and and that goes for food I am able to provide myself food with obviously my income and everything and that's such a blessed state to be in so the rest is easy after that we just have to listen to what our body is telling us and God made it so that our bodies give us these cues where we can know what we need. If our body's telling us that we're hungry, we eat and it will tell us when we're full. It knows how to sustain itself. And I think this kind of falls back into just the grand theme of my eating disorder. And it was trying to hold on to control of something that I never had control of. And I fell out of control in a lot of areas of my life. And I think with my eating disorder, In my head, it was a way for me to try to grip onto something I thought I could grab onto. When the reality is, I never had control of it to begin with. It was just this illusion of control. And it hurt me so much. And I think just letting go and trusting in God and trusting in His plan for me kind of grew into my body where... I knew that he created my body to know how to take care of itself. And it became a thing of just letting go of control and trusting that my body will take care of itself. And it's still hard. Some days when I'm hungrier than the other days, it's still difficult for me to really fuel myself if I feel like I'm eating more than I normally do. But I do it. And and again, it's hard, but I do it because... I know that my body knows what's up. I know my body knows what it needs. And it has just resulted in just such a better relationship with food and just honestly with God in general because I've seen firsthand now that he's created us in just such an amazing way where we know how to take care of ourselves. We know how to protect ourselves and just make it so that we're the healthiest version of ourselves. And that's such a beautiful thing. And it just also furthermore shows to me that each body is completely different to the next. So there is no right or wrong when it comes to diets or foods. It's it's not a one size fits all. And you just really need to learn how to be in tune with the cues that God gave you to begin with. And if you're at a stage Stage right now where you feel like you don't have those cues anymore because you've been ignoring them for so long I have a different episode called I think it's called something like what is listening to your body mean or something like that it was from the fall so go scroll down there and I talk about it a lot more in depth just how to get those cues back and how to really be in tune with your body and I think it's just a game changer so 
I feel like I need to like take a breath. I was really going out of there for a second. But I think that's honestly all I have to say for today. Hopefully this helps someone. Hopefully this makes someone feel motivated to get a better relationship with their food and get a better understanding of themselves and just grow in the relationship with God. And yeah, you know, I think I was actually reading this morning one last quick note um first corinthians and of course in first corinthians there's the verse that talks about that we're not our own we're we're bought with a price we need to honor our bodies with what well, i almost just i almost just said we need to honor our bodies with god wait what is it we need to honor god with our bodies that's what it is oh my gosh anyway we need to honor god with our bodies and a lot of people and I, I do think this is what it means also but a lot of people will take that and say that it means with like sexual immorality and all that stuff and sure that's I'm sure that's what it has to do with but also our body's a temple that's also what first Corinthians talks about and in this temple we provide for ourselves and God provides for us and he gives us everything we need. He's given us all the tools. So part of honoring God with our body is making sure that our body is taken care of. And God lives within us, the spirits within us. So we need to treat ourselves like that. We need to treat our bodies like God intended them to be treated, which is just with good intentions and taking care of ourselves and making sure that we're well fed and well you know just just taking care of in general and I think a part of self-care is just making sure that you're just well looked after and a lot of times you have to do that yourself you you just have to look after yourself like you would a young child and yeah, I, I feel like that's something that I've really grown into recently is just really taking care of myself and listening to what I need and making sure that I can be the best version of myself to give to other people. And I I never want to put out a version of myself that's less than great because I'm restricting calories and I'm hangry or I'm really tired because I was staying up late doing x y and z part of having self-control and discipline is because you know what happens if you don't and that's a huge part of adulthood that i'm learning is just being able to say no to things not for any other reason other than i know what's gonna happen if i say yes to them and even though it would be fun in the moment and i i totally could do that with no consequences in that moment, I know that there will be in the future for myself. And so I've been learning how to say no to things that will not help my future self. And anyway, we're getting on a whole other different tangent. So I'm going to end it here. Anyway, I hope you guys have an amazing week. And I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Bye.